Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, of course, as you know, to be presented to you by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, no workout ever recycled or repeated. That's why you love TrueMathFitness.com. And Zen Sports, like I mentioned, promo code ATOZTN gets you up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager. ZenSports.com for more information on their VIP rewards program we have a couple of deadlines that have opened a deadline that has came and went and putting the titans on track to basically have 22 unrestricted free agents as soon as march 13th hits that's the start of the new league year derrick henry is of course among them and so while we're looking at all the different things that the titans roster stands to lose all the things that the titans roster needs to add as we try to get a more complete picture, a better version, a more competitive version of this franchise than we've seen in the last couple of years, they have a great many things to consider. But what also has to be considered is if you are a free agent exploring all the various options that will be available to you on the open market, how high should the Titans rank as a free agent destination? We're going to talk about this because I do think that there's a number of compelling factors here that make it pretty easy to sell Tennessee. And I think quarterback is frankly pretty low on the list of those things, but we'll walk through them together. Um, There's a Ryan Delgado says he's addicted of the addicted to the idea of getting JJ and drafting alt. Who is JJ? Um, I don't, I don't know who JJ is specifically. So you're going to have to provide me a little more context. I assume you're not talking about Justin Jefferson. Um, I mean, okay, okay. (laughs) Sure. I'm also addicted to the idea of, Justin Jefferson being a Titans wide receiver and having uh, Joe Alt and Brock Bowers. I don't know. I'm hopeful. It's fun. Okay. Well, there's a difference, Ryan. Listen, maybe I've been away for too long. There's a difference between hopeful and, uh, you know, potentially on drugs. (laughs) I would say that the, the scenario, the hypothetical that you have painted is closer to the latter than it is on the former, and we don't require drug tests for you to participate in the chat of the primetime show, but perhaps I've been away for too long. Perhaps you need a reality check. Don't you worry, Ryan. I'm here to provide it for you. What the hell are you talking about, Justin Jefferson, in a Tennessee Titans uniform? My guy, stay with me here, brother. Nothing wrong with drugs, says Stephen King. Well, in the states where you're legal, where it's legal, you're absolutely correct. Uh, Terry Ludham says, how's it going, Titans fans? Well, clearly not well because the, you know one of them is hallucinating in our, in our live stream chat because he's so desperate for wide receiver play. Good God. Okay. We, uh, we have, we're, we're going to get you through this. It's going to be okay. Let's try to keep, uh, I just, I, 
I can't imagine. Like, I just truly cannot imagine the scenario in which somebody says, you know what makes sense on the Titans next year? Joe Alt and Brock Bowers. And you know what I want? I think they could do with the Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, Ryan. We appreciate your participation as we do everybody else's. So we can we can work through these things together because you do have, you know, a little over $65 million in usable cap space at this point. And Tennessee, as a part of the pitch, right, that's a selling point. Nashville has a ton of money to spend on free agents this year. They have as much cap space as just about any team in the league right now. In fact, if you look at overthecap.com, uh, the Titans rank fourth after the extension deadline where they start to assume dead money. About $7 million of dead money from Kevin Byard's contract uh, counts against the Titans cap, which is why it's a lower figure than the $76 million they had prior to yesterday's deadline. The Commanders, Pats, Bears all have more cap space than do the Titans, but $65 million still puts them in the top four, $65.24 million is what they currently have to work with. So, with that being said, as you look at the Tennessee Titans as a franchise, as you look at the city that they play in, as you look at the state that the city of Nashville exists in, all these different things, what is the best selling point for the Tennessee Titans to prospective free agents? We're going to talk about this together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. It is your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is presented by Two Rivers Ford, quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com for more information. So with the Titans uh, and with what they have to offer, what's the biggest selling point right now? John Torkington says no state tax. Dylan Cole agrees no state tax. Stoner Titan says, I heard Hopkins may try to bring in Higgins. Well, if you consider Hopkins trying to bring in Higgins, leaving a cross-sword emoji in the comments of an Instagram post, then yeah, he's trying his ass off, right? It doesn't matter whether uh, whether Hopkins is commenting on his Instagram or not. He remains under Bengals' team control uh, until further notice and is expected to be one of these players that is tagged. I, you know, tag and trade is certainly a possibility, We'll see how much Tennessee is willing to explore that possibility. But for right now, I mean, yeah, Hopkins can leave as many comments as he wants in the in the comment section on Instagram. It doesn't, doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean, like, that doesn't actually help anything other than, you know, hey, T. Higgins, I like you. You'd be fun. Come play here. All right, that sounds great. How am I going to get there? I don't know, a tag and trade? Yeah, so, you know, Hopkins... Hopkins thirst traps in the comment section does, doesn't mean anything to me. It's not actually helpful. It's just, you know, something. Eye candy is basically all it is. But that's fine. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's not like he's leaving comments like, ah, I don't want you here in Tennessee to take away my targets. So that's all well and good. Uh, Astro with Eric says, Ayuk wants out of San Francisco. Ayuk doesn't want out of San Francisco. It's like Debo wants out of San Francisco, right? What they want is money. Um, so they can message all they want about, wanting out of San Fran and this, that, and the other, and not happy with their usage and these, all these different things. But what happened with Debo? Debo pitched a little bit of a fit on social media. What happened with Debo ultimately? He got paid and went back to San Francisco and played in the Super Bowl this year. So all that is uh, all that is just kind of messaging on social media for the purposes of contractual negotiation and leveraging. He is on his fifth-year option. Um, he is not yet an unrestricted free agent. 
So when you look at all the different things that you have to offer, what is the biggest selling point for Tennessee? Mike McCown says deja vu down the road from the stadium. I don't know. It's not that. It's a little further down the road, the new deja vu. Well, I guess it's not the new deja vu, the the second gen deja vu, the, the deja vu that it wasn't a Whole Foods where the Whole Foods is now, the old strip club. Um, I'm pretty sure it's one of those new uh, commercial office, uh, commercial uh, real estate buildings. Uh, that's downtown on the corner of Demumbrian, I believe, is where uh, Demumbrian and uh, and 24 there is where it used to be uh, the original Deja Vu location when I first moved to Nashville. Since then, they have migrated down the road on Church Street and do things like put up a fire Mike Grable sign, which ultimately Deja Vu uh, got their wish. But the uh, the strip club. You know, Nashville not necessarily known for its strip clubs, and also there are players that ended up in strip clubs this <laughs> this season that ended up being healthy scratches this year. I don't know if that's out there. I don't know if we've talked about that uh, at any point, but it's uh, <laughs> it's not exactly a selling point that it is. Vernon Sa- Sanford says, funny you know the location. Well, yeah, I mean, I live downtown. It's impossible for me. I mean, I've definitely been to Deja Vu in my life. I've been to both of them. When I first uh, came down here out of college, uh, and then at some point for a friend's birthday, a long, long time ago, the second location, it's been, oh man, it was before I bought my house. It's been at least six years since I've been in a Nashville uh, strip club establishment, but that's neither here nor there. Perhaps not a time. Perhaps the mustache is a time to make a return. Either way, I think that when you look at all the different, uh, I think that when you look at all the different things that Nashville has to offer, There is a lot about this place that makes it appealing, and it's not necessarily about the football team, right? The Titans, as a selling point, like the Titans, are pretty low on the list, actually, of reasons why you would sign here in Tennessee. Callahan is intriguing but unproven. Levis is intriguing but unproven. Hopkins is definitely proven, but on, you know, an expiring contract heading into this season, and 32 years old. We don't know how much longer the promise of him being around will help elevate whomever would choose to uh, choose to come to Tennessee and and play. But I think that uh, I think that when you look at the situation for the Titans as a whole, it's more about the city of Nashville and the financial uh, financial implications of playing in Nashville than it is actually about the team. The Tennessee Titans as a team are non-competitive right now. They're fourth out of four in their division. This is pre-free agency. This is pre-draft, so they could look. I mean, we all anticipate them to look vastly different by the time training camp and all these things roll around when the roster is more complete. But the franchise is not necessarily in a state where you can walk into a pitch meeting and be like, hey, Will Levis, how about it? Yeah, okay, he's fun. He's red-faced. He's screaming. He cares. He's very passionate. He's got a lot of talent. But he was three and six as a starter last year, and all that talent didn't amount for that much given how much he was having to actively work against. Now, you can say, well, but we plan to improve the roster. Okay, well, you've been trying to improve the roster for four years. You've done a shit job at it. I know that's not the same administration that is tasked with improving the roster right now, but you're selling more of a, hey, trust us, boys, (laughs) when you're selling Titans as opposed to, hey, here's what we got. What we got for you is $65.24 million in cap space, which means we suck and we're going to pay a little extra to bring your talents to Tennessee. You know what helps in bringing your talents to Tennessee? Well, I'm going to explain that in a little more detail right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by 
the TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch. TrueMavFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. No workout ever recycled or repeated at TrueMav Fitness. They help keep me in shape during football season. They help keep me in shape all year round, which is something that is no small task because every once in a while, you know, you get a little, your eyes get a little big in a press box. You may overextend yourself. Well, if you overextend yourself, you go to TrueMath Fitness and they help you get right. They put you on a plan to succeed. TrueMathFitness.com for more information and for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident, go to TrueMath Fitness. Um, what you have in Tennessee is money. And it's not just the money that you have in available cap space, right? Uh, Steven Rodriguez says of Levis, he had no line. Yeah, okay, I don't care, Steven. You know what I'm saying? Like, he still doesn't have a line. So the the idea that you're going to go into pitch meetings, be like, I promise we're going to have a line next year. And then you look around and say, well, yeah, you promised you were going to have a line this past year too. And what did your line do? It got worse when you replaced, when you changed around all five starters and your product got even shittier than it was, then yeah, the the idea of, well, he had no line. Now we're going to have a line. Okay, well, you didn't have a line last year. Good luck. God bless. Let me know when you actually have a line. I'm not saying that you're not going to be able to appeal to free agents based solely on the Tennessee Titans as a, as a competitive franchise. But you're going to have a hell of a lot harder time selling Tennessee Titans as a competitive franchise as opposed to, hey, this is a cash grab. Come on, get you some. We got a bag. We're willing to give you some. This is something that's going to help us. We've got the flexibility of a quarterback that counts against the cap for only $2 million and change next year. That is a big, big selling point. You go into this with no state income tax in the state of Tennessee, which is something that few other places in NFL markets can account for. So while you will lose a percentage of money on your game checks when we play games in Los Angeles, when we play games in New York, when you play your home games, you will not have your state income tax deducted. The answer to all of your question, kids, forever and always, forever and ever and ever and ever, even as jacked up as it makes us as a society, is money. Money is the reason, the biggest reason, that the Tennessee Titans should be at the very top of every NFL free agents list this year. Not Levis, not Callahan, not Rand, not, uh, not you know, Amy Adams Strunk. No, we have your cash. Come get it. So with that, it helps jumpstart this thing in a meaningful way. Now, I understand why some of you might have hesitancy hesitancy about paying players who are just here following the bag. Well, I would argue that the vast majority of them are following the bag, that the guys who play for pride are, you know, usually the ones fresh out of college with a bit of a college mindset and where the NFL, the business of the NFL hasn't ground them down to a, to a, I don't want to say a, a less naive pulp shall we say, right? It's very naive to think that players at the professional level, whether that's basketball, football, soccer, uh, whatever the case may be, that they are as passionate about playing for pride of the uh, of the team as you are about the pride that you have as being a fan of the team. We've talked about this before, right? This is professional sports. This is big business. This is a multi-billion dollar industry where cash remains king. And while, you know, the romanticization of, oh yeah, you play for play for the team that you want to play for and play for the team that drafted you and give your all for, uh, I know it's a different, you know, it's a different uh, slogan, a different uh, team that I'm talking about. Give your all for Tennessee today, right? That's the balls. But still, all that stuff is well and good and it doesn't actually mean anything because that's really, really not, uh, it's really, really not a scenario that you can 
that you can count on as often as you might think. Remy Jamin says state tax has nothing to do with uh, to do with coming to you to you want to win with what? What the hell does that mean? State tax has nothing to do with coming to you coming to the team you want to win with. Um, yeah, that still doesn't make sense because of course state income tax has a tremendous amount to do with uh, why would why you would sign up to play anywhere. For example, what what did you just go through last offseason, right? Quinnen Williams with the Jets plays in New York and Jeff Simmons with the Titans who plays in Tennessee. Now, Quinnen Williams ultimately got the bigger contract, but he's actually not making that much more cash than is Jeffrey Simmons. They had to account for the state income tax that Quinnen Williams stands to lose by playing for the Jets to make it more of a selling point than the Jeffrey Simmons contract was, right? These are things that absolutely get accounted for, that absolutely come up in free agent meetings, that absolutely matter to these players. If uh, if a player, you know, anytime a player says, well, that's what I have an agent for, uh, they're worried about the details of negotiating a contract or where I'm going to play that this uh, this coming year, this, that, and the other. You know what the agent's telling them? Hey, Tennessee and Florida, you don't have to pay state income tax, bud. That's big business. Here we go. So, yeah, winning, I don't want to say that winning is secondary because winning is ultimately, it, it's less of the ultimate goal for a lot of these guys than you would imagine. Because if winning, for example, DeAndre Hopkins wants to win football games, but is winning football games as important as securing his financial future with a two-year, $26 million deal that landed him on a non-competitive Tennessee Titans football team. Now, could he have anticipated that they would be as non-competitive as they were? Did he make them infinitely more competitive by his presence? Absolutely, both of those things are so. But you cannot tell me that in that transaction that DeAndre Hopkins looked around at all the options that he may or may not have, understanding how different, how big a difference there might have been in contract value, and said, you know what makes me the most competitive out of all of these things, the Tennessee Titans with Ryan Tannehill, Mike Vrabel, Tim Kelly, and Derrick Henry. It sounded a lot better in July when he signed the deal, or I guess July or August, uh, right around training camp, when he signed the deal that it ended up looking, right? Because nobody could have predicted that it would have gone uh, that that badly. Um, Hello, lady says, yes, his financial future is already secured. Well, no, that's not... Just because you have money doesn't mean that you don't want to make more money. DeAndre Hopkins is a very, very savvy business person. He has a lot of outside investments beyond just football. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know his level of discretionary spending, but I know that he makes plenty in endorsements that does not allow him to have to dip in to his actual contract earnings, which makes him an even smarter businessman and has, you know, good people. It sounds like advising him. Around it, just because you're rich doesn't mean you want to get more rich. If that was the case and people were satisfied with their level of earnings and income, our company, or our not our company, our country would not be as broken by capitalism as it absolutely is. But that's a conversation for the politics podcast that I'm sure Zach and I are going to host one day here for A to Z Sports. Regardless, money matters. It's not the team that's the biggest selling point for the Titans. It's their bank account. The bank account is what they have. That is what they have to offer. It's the best thing. It's the most proven thing. It's not something that you can deny, right? $65.2 million in cap space. There's no question about whether that $65.2 million is going to throw interceptable passes. There's no question about whether that $65.2 million is going to be uh, competent as a play-calling head coach, right? 
$65.2 million means one thing, ladies and gentlemen, and that is cold, hard cash. And that is why the Tennessee Titans should be at the very top of every free agents list, not because of the football team, not because of the coach, not because of the quarterback. Reason A number one, as always, to all of your questions, the answer is money. All right, let's move on and talk a little tag, shall we, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Fair or foul, the Titans not having a a franchise tag candidate on this year's roster or this current roster as about 22 free agents are set to hit the uh, open market here on March the 13th. We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that Zen Sports presents the primetime show up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager is what Zen Sports has. Terms and conditions do apply whether you're betting basketball. Tennessee did not cover the 11 and a half against Missouri tonight. Uh, got out of it on the road after really, really struggling, especially from three in the first half. But if you bet the Tigers, you're making money in the Zen Sports app. Must be 21 or up in Tennessee to bet. As I said, terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So fair or foul, the Titans do not have a tag candidate on the roster. Let me know how you feel about this. So the list of Titans free agents, and I'll pull them up right now for you. We'll walk through the entirety of the list together. Um, Courtesy of SpotTrack.com, they do... The best, uh, I think they do the best job. Although I did notice that when uh, when I put together this uh, specification of the list, the unrestricted free agents for the Tennessee Titans heading into 2024, that uh, that Nick Folk did not appear on the list when I set you know my parameters in this search. But the players who do account, uh, and and Nick Folk is one of them, the 39 year old kicker. Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Danico Autry, Aziz Alshair, Aaron Brewer, Sean Murphy Bunting, Terrell Edmonds, Christian Fulton, Chris Moore, long snapper Morgan Cox, Chris Hubbard, who I'm sure many of you have forgotten about, NWI, Travis Gibson, Trayvon Wesco, Corey Levin, Joe Jones, Marlon Davidson, Ross Blacklock, who was a late addition to the roster, and safety Kayvon Wallace. So, of course, the headliners are Autry, Tannehill, and Henry. Tannehill is the only one out of that list of 22 players that is for certain not coming back. Um, the rest, you know, it's kind of a TBD situation. And Henry being the biggest question mark out of all of that, is there a tag candidate that you like? Lou Man says, uh, foul. There's not a tag candidate that he agrees with. Eric Alonzo says, Henry already said his goodbyes. Let him walk. Well, they plan to. Derek Henry's not going to be tagged. That's something that they've already said. Their, uh, their objective, or not their, maybe not their objective, um, their objective uh, or their plan is to let him hit the open market and to test his value and to see what's available for him to get. Hill Anthill says, fair. The Titans not tagging anybody or seeing anybody to tag. Remy says, Henry and Spears are dynamic, is what the grammar should say, not is dynamic, but don't tag him. Just pay it. Uh, just pay for Henry. Well, you know, maybe uh, we'll see what Henry what Henry commands. I think that it's uh, I think that it's going to be pretty interesting to kind of peel through all these different guys. Um, the fact that Edmonds came with Drew two draft picks tells he was going to be a salary dump. Says Ken Kenneth. Yeah, that's not an ideal situation. Astro says not really anyone worth tagging. 
um, in my opinion. I agree. You know, the only one that I would make the case for is Nick Folk, and the tag for a kicker is going to be north of $5.5 million this year. Um, You know, where you have the money to spend, but I don't necessarily love the idea of you spending it on the kicker, even though the kicker is very, very uh, critical, and the kicker is something that you really didn't have to worry about, save one or two moments throughout the course of the season, which is definitely a uh, definitely a change of pace from what it's been. I I struggle with the idea of tagging the kicker. I don't know what the tag for a long snapper might be, but I I would prefer to see Morgan Cox just back on a one-year deal in some form or fashion. Uh, it's one year. That's the bad thing about, about it, of the tag. Yeah, I, well, I mean, you can tag guys multiple times, but obviously the cost goes up significantly. The tag for Derrick Henry right now would be, and for any running back, would be north of $11 million. I struggle to justify the cost of Derrick Henry for $11 million. You know, I struggle with the cost of Derrick Henry for more than $5 million. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be closer to 11 than he will be five in this offseason, but I, I don't necessarily know what that looks like. Again, spot track is just kind of like a Zillow estimate, not necessarily something that not necessarily something that you have to take as uh, as gospel, but Spot Track has Derek's value at one one year four point five million dollars. Just basically, I think it's going to be more than that. I think he's going to be closer to the somewhere between eight and ten range. It's tough for me to justify that for Derrick Henry, even as the Titans have sixty five uh, million dollars plus to spend. So. We'll see what the market for Derrick Henry actually looks like. I think that allowing him to hit the open market probably plays more in your favor. I'm going to be surprised if teams are out there trying to give Derrick a two- and three-year deal for, you know, uh, let's call it a two-year 20 or a two-year 16 even. Uh, it's it's going to be, well, two-year 16 seems pretty realistic for a team that's ready to compete. But even then, I think that's in the later stages of free agency. I don't think that that happens like on March the 13th, but we will see there. Nobody can predict the market other than the people who are currently negotiating the deals. And that is something that is going to be uh, very much discussed. Hello, lady says, where's the money going then Bucky? Well, preferably in wide receivers uh, that are more valuable um, in your new offense than Derrick Henry stands to be hopefully in a quality center of which there are several. On the free agent market this year, I would prefer to pay, you know, if you're going to ask me to pay $10 million for something, I'd rather pay for a center than Derek right now. I think that you could stand to, to add an edge rusher. I think that your your defensive line room is pretty shitty right now without Autry. If it's just Jeff and Harold that you're leaning on, I'm not going to say it's shitty, but, you know, Jeff and Harold were two healthy parts of the worst third down defense in 2020. I just can't imagine a situation where um, that is the that you roll forward with guys like Weaver and just think that you're content. I think the corners are something that you should absolutely be in the free agent market on. Um, a quality corner can cost you between fifteen and twenty million dollars a year. I don't know that Legarius Sneed is actually going to hit the open market. If he does, you should absolutely be in the bidding for them. You don't have top tier players. I mean, there's only one position that you have, like that you could even remotely have. Well, there's two. There's two positions that you could legitimately have. The Titans have a best of this. The Titans have the best punter in football. Ryan Stonehouse is the best punter in football. That's the best thing that the Titans have. That's the best player at any position that the Titans have on their roster. 
Jeff is not the best defensive tackle in football. Um, as Aaron Donald ages, Jeff can certainly become more in that conversation. Jeff is not, I would say, I don't think Jeff's as good as Chris Jones is, but he's definitely closer to Chris Jones than he is, for example, oh, who, uh, you know, one of the, uh, what's the former Alabama defensive lineman that signed a deal with Washington last offseason? Uh, you, you guys will be able to come up with the name and, names in the comment section, but Jeff is not Jeff is not the best in the league at his position. He's one of the best in the league, but you don't, you know, you, uh, Hopkins is not the best wide receiver in football. He's really, really damn good, even as he's getting ready to head into 30, uh, head into year 32. But there is not a position that you offer that you sport the best of anything except for punter. So with that being said, yeah, I'm fine with you spending. If you said you have $65 million, you spend, you know, north of 10, between 10 and 15, trying to get a quality starting caliber wide receiver. That's probably the going rate. You're going to be in that same kind of market for a corner, top of market corner. You need one. Edge guys are not going to come cheap. Everybody could use more edge rushers, and you certainly could use some depth along the defensive line, both on the outside and the interior. You have an inside linebacker problem. Aziz Alshair is an unrestricted free agent. You can draft one, certainly, but you only have seven picks as things stand currently in this upcoming draft, and I don't think any of you want to see Jack Gibbons starting another snap for you in 2024. Hell, I'm sure many of you would like to see Jack Gibbons on the roster. So when you say, where's the money going then, Bucky, with your uh, with your shirtless mullet, red-haired mullet, it looks like uh, it looks like Robert uh, if he ends up uh, getting married and then going through a divorce at some point in life is what this uh, this person's profile picture appears to look like to me. But what I would say to you is that you have a ton of money to spend, but you have a ton of needs. Your needs are greater than the money that you have to spend on it, which is why this team is not a one off-season fix. This is, uh, there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that you have to work through. And the fact that you don't have a third-round pick because of the Will Levis trade kind of, you know, heightens the level of importance that the that draft capital is going to cost uh, or that draft capital is going to count for and the money that you have to spend. Because you're not obviously going to spend all of your free agent money right now. All right, let's wrap things up with a gone viral video before. Well, actually, there's an, an interesting video that Burt pulled. Speaking of tag discussions, not for the Titans, but for a free agent that the Titans could be considering. Calvin Ridley, the Jags are kind of in a weird spot with their free agent franchise tag discussions. And this is a clip that I think articulates that very well. Folks that think the Jags can pull this off, they think they cannot extend them. Get to the league year on March 13th at 4 o'clock. Let him hit free agency and sign him. As and I'm sitting here saying, <laughs> you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. They are not going to do that, Austin Lane. I thought it was incredible that they got Ridley. I love the move to get Ridley, the risk-reward about it. I give Bulky a lot of question for that. This would be 10 times better than that if he's able to do this. I mean, what do you think is going to happen then? Do you think the Jaguars let Calvin Ridley go? Or do they resign him? I am predicting that they don't extend him. They don't give up that second round pick, and they don't get him back. I just don't see him coming back to Jacksonville. Isn't that kind of they... a waste? Well, because then you essentially give up a third round pick for a rental, a one year rental. And I get a third round pick's not a second round pick, but a third round pick is designed to contribute to your team for years and years to come. So that uh, is a clip to Jacksonville hosts discussing the idea of what tagging Calvin Ridley would cost. Now, Bert laid this out for me earlier. 
if the Jags sign Calvin Ridley to a contract extension, then Atlanta retains the second round pick that Calvin, the conditional second round pick that Calvin Ridley was traded for. Tagging him would also make that second round pick uh, valid for Atlanta to take. So what the Jacksonville Jags are trying to do is avoid giving up that second round pick, allowing Calvin Ridley to hit the open market and then signing him to a contract, not extending him, but signing him to a new deal that would alleviate the burden uh, or allow them this kind of loophole that Trent Baalke seems to be seeking to retain the second round pick or a conditional second round pick um, and still find a way to keep Calvin Ridley on the roster because he was a productive player for them down the stretch once he got settled in a little bit. Stephen King says, a sensible Jags fan? I didn't know they were real. Yeah, they're sensible. Uh, sensible football fans in every market. This is a uh, this is a pretty uh, non-sensible thing that the Jags organization is trying to pursue. Uh, Major Key says, Buck, I thought you were about to go in on the Tic Tac Titans guy saying D-Hop can leave this year in his contract. Um, well, I don't know anything about what the Tic Tac Titans guy is saying. And if he's saying that DeAndre Hopkins can get out of his contract, then he's incorrect. And, has, you know, he has literally every contract uh, website at his disposal to see that DeAndre Hopkins does not have an out. The Titans did have an out if they wanted to get out from under it. But there's nothing that allows DeAndre Hopkins to walk away from his current contract. And anybody that tells you otherwise is... Or just it's it's misinformation that's incorrect. So whatever whatever is being said out there by whomever, um, no, DeAndre Hopkins is under contract. So let's let's go ahead and put that uh, put that to bed. Um, a to Z, this AM spoke on it, and Sam had to speak on it today as well. Then we'll then we'll, you know why does everybody listen? I <laughs> let let me let me say this. I mean, there's no way for me to not sound like a douchebag when I say this. But like I I don't it it will not surprise you guys to know I don't listen to other like sports talk outlets i i do i do three hours of sports talk radio you know uh, an hour of, about an hour of prime time every night maybe 35 45 minutes of prime time every night i do two different podcasts a week uh there is some stuff that i will read there are other stuff that i'll look up for myself but like i'm not paying attention to what other people say on the internet about the same team that i cover um much much less like you know, the basement blog boy type of stuff. Like I'm, I'm good on, on all that. It's just, just nonsense on the internet that doesn't need to be actually given life to. So whomever said what about whatever I could give a shit. Okay. We're, we're here to talk about uh, what we're talking about tonight. So let's, uh, let's wrap it up with a gone viral video on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Um, we have this for you right after I remind you, it's the best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend while I was taking a long break, right after I remind you that the best real estate outlet out there is the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com and get your dream address without the stress. Get the Intel Edge you need to succeed. The only Intel Edge you can get to succeed is at GaryAshton.com. Okay, so this is the best thing that I saw on the internet this week. This is Jelly Roll receiving the People's Choice Award for the Best New Country Artist of the Year. Except he wasn't at the People's Choice Award to accept it because... What's up, y'all? Listen, man. Holy shit. We won a People's Choice Award for the Mill Country Artist of the Year. Voted by the fans, baby. I've always said I don't have the biggest fan base, but I have the mightiest fan base, baby. The tiniest and the mightiest. Y'all have never let me down. Thank you. Thank you to the People's Choice I'm sorry I wasn't there. Here's the truth. I'm actually standing in the juvenile courthouse right now. I just walked out of the juvenile facility. We partnered with the Beat of Life to bring a music program to the kids. This has been on my calendar for a long time. I promised these kids I was coming. I know whenever I was a kid in here, I got let down a lot. I didn't want to be one of the people letting these kids down. 
I had to honor my word. I hate I wasn't there, but don't take me not being there as a sign of anything other than love and respect and me trying to do better for my community, baby. Anyways, these kids wrote some big songs today, man. We're going to work something out where y'all can start hearing what we're working on in this juvenile. But uh, the Jelly Studio is running. Shout out to the Impact Youth Outreach. Robert Sherrill, I love you. The beat of life. Y'all have been incredible. And most importantly, thank you to Rite of Passage for letting us in here in the Davidson County Juvenile Detention Facility. Thank you, Judge Calloway. This has been unreal. Love y'all. There are few people uh, in my life that I love the way that I love that man. He is an unbelievable force for good uh, after being through some downright evil shit in his life. Some of it self-inflicted, uh, a lot of it a product of circumstance that he came into. And all he has done has changed the world for good in, his, in, in a way that in the ways that he is capable of doing it. I have so much respect for my friend Jelly Roll. Um, and I'm so happy for all the success that he has had. It's the best thing that I saw on the internet this week. How gangster is it to be unable to claim your People's Choice Awards for an incredible year that you've had, an out, I mean, just rocket-fueled year of success that Jelly Roll has had because you're at the juvenile courthouse, the juvenile detention center, with a music program that you've helped create for kids from a system that you have been through yourself as a former uh, inmate. It's, it's wild. Um, so to his credit, just an awesome year for an awesome person. And I can't say congratulations to jelly enough. I, uh, hopefully I'm going to see him, uh, before Luan's next beer Olympics. Although Luan keeps talking about this beer Olympics, like they're going to have everybody under the sun. Uh, I don't know if, uh, if the, if, if a president of the United States or a Paul brother is going to be there, but it sounds like it's going to be a who's who this coming June. So uh, look forward to seeing Jelly again whenever I get to see him and certainly always appreciate the good work that he's doing for the Middle Tennessee community. Well done by the main man, a king. All right, it's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. Tomorrow on radio from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Uh, the Titans are addicted to bad football. I've put together a 12-step rehabilitation program for the Tennessee Titans to unaddict themselves from bad football. We're going to do that for you on the radio show tomorrow. I can't wait. I've been thinking about it for the five days that I've been off. It's great to be back. Love seeing you guys. Love having you guys in the comments. Leave a like on the video on the way out the door. We would be even more appreciative of you. Have a great rest of your evening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. <laughs>